This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Washington Post journalist Gene Weingarten is the only two-time winner of the Pulitzer for feature writing, and his mastery of prose is on full display in his latest book, One Day, The Extraordinary Story of an Ordinary 24 Hours in America. The book has already received multiple starred trade reviews, which praise Weingarten as, quote, a master storyteller by Booklist, and the book has a captivating portrait, slice of American life, carved out by a master of the form. Gene Weingarten is a Washington Post journalist. He writes long-form stories as well as Below the Beltway, the weekly syndicated humor column, a great column. His previous books include I'm with Stupid, One Man, One Woman, 10,000 Years of Misunderstanding Between the Sexes, Cleared Right Up with Gina Barreca. Uh, the Hypochondriac's Guide to Life and Death, Old Dogs Are the Best Dogs, and The Fiddler in the Subway, a collection of his best-known work. Weingarten is the only two-time winner of the Pulitzer Prize for feature writing for examining the phenomenon of parents who accidentally leave their children to bake to death in hot cars, and for an experiment in which he arranged for famed violinist Joshua Bell to busk incognito outside a metro station in Washington to see if anyone would notice. Happy to have Gene Weingarten join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Gene, welcome to this program. Thank you. Good to be here, Steve. So what gave you the idea to write this book? Uh, it was a combination of stupidity and desperation. Um, I, uh, I decided that I was entering my middle 60s and was getting a little complacent. And so, uh, essentially, uh, I gave myself an assignment that I wasn't sure I could actually pull off. And for all the writers listening to your show, this is not a good idea. Don't do it. <laughs> Chatting with Gene Weingarten here on Speaking of Writers. The book is One Day, The Extraordinary Story of an Ordinary 24 Hours in America. Okay, so this book, Gene, takes a close look at a seemingly insignificant day in U.S. history, December 28, 1986. Let's start there. Why that day? Because that day means nothing. <laughs> um, I wound up going to a restaurant with my editor on New Year's Day 2013 and putting a bunch of crumpled papers into an old green fedora um, and, ha and had children draw numbers out of the hat. And a little boy drew the month, a little girl drew the day, and our waitress drew the year. And we simply did that because we didn't want any sense of collusion or manipulation. We needed a completely random day. And this was just a sleepy post-holiday Sunday Let's see. Ronald Reagan was president. Stephen King's It was terrifying readers across the country. Walk Like an Egyptian was all over the radio. What else? Well, the first thing that happened was my editor and I went back to our table and we had a date and, and we realized, number one, it was a Sunday, which was, as all journalists know, it's the sleepiest news day of the week. And secondly, it was that week between Christmas and New Year's where nothing ever happens. And third, 
it was 1986, which didn't ring any big news bells to us at all. So, so we sat there thinking we had the worst day of the week and the worst week of the year in a pretty bad year. And um, we had no idea what would happen. And, and, and what ultimately happened in research was that I did discover that my theory, which I've been espousing my whole professional life, was actually shockingly true, that, that there just is no such thing as, as an ordinary day. You know, if, 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 you, if you dig deeply into any day, you'll, you'll basically find all the human emotions and drama and humor, irony cosmic comeuppances and and all of that stuff and that did in fact happen my guest is gene weingarten here and speaking of writers his book is the uh, one day the extraordinary story of an ordinary 24 hours in america how long did it uh, take you to research and write this book gene well it was supposed to take two years uh, in fact that's what my contract called for uh, it wound up taking six and and as you know, that that was a sort of horrifying thing that happened, and I I got lucky in that I had a really good publisher who just kept saying, "Keep going." This book crisscrosses the country: stories from Nebraska, Washington D.C., Texas, California. Any any stories stand out to you? You know, they all stand out to me in one way, um, in, in in different ways, but in one way. Um, they all got much more complicated once I started looking into them. There was a heart transplant in Washington, D.C. that was the first heart transplant ever in that area, performed entirely by a team of 15 people, 11 nurses, 4 doctors, none of whom who had ever done a heart transplant before, because mm. that was nothing that was taught in, in medical colleges at the time. The only way to learn how to do it was to do it in these macabre events that happened in morgues with dead bodies. Uh, and that's how they trained, and that's what they did, and it turned into one of the most successful heart transplants ever done on the planet. The 20-year-old woman who got a new heart is still alive. Almost unheard of. Nobody lasts that well. Chatting with Gene Weingarten here on Speaking of Writers, his new book, uh, One Day, The Extraordinary Story of an Ordinary 24 Hours in America. Who are some of the other protagonists in this book? Well, uh... I'll tell you another story. It's going to take a minute or two. But um, in my research, I, I found that a certain couple was married on that day. And I found it in a website that was about legal cases. And this legal case involved her suing to allow him to have visitation rights with her because he had almost killed her a few years before. And she wanted um, the 
the court order lifted that would allow him to see her. And the court was so horrified by the extent of this beating that they denied it, which is unusual. Usually if you have a spouse who wants a restraining order lifted, it's automatically granted. But in this case, they refused. And that's all I knew. And then I started asking questions and doing research. And it turns out that when the court refused to lift this restraining order, she secretly went with her husband and fled the state, drove cross-country. They created new identities for themselves. They were still in love somehow after this. And it was mostly about their son, who was a little boy who loved to play ice hockey. And he was good at it. Mm. And they wound up getting captured. There was a fugitive warrant for the husband. And he wound up getting captured, sent back to the East Coast. He was in California at the time, and put in jail for five years. And then he was released. And on the day he was released, he asked for permission to go back to California. And it was granted, because the reason was remarkable. His son was picked second in the NHL draft after Sidney Crosby. Uh, you know, how does a story like this happen and, and get buried? His son is now a millionaire. Yeah, Sorry. of course. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Weingarten, the book, One Day, The Extraordinary Story of an Ordinary 24 Hours in America. So after this, what is next for you and your writing? Are you working on another book? I want to work on a book that takes about four days to do. <laughs> I haven't decided what it's going to be. But I can't handle another six years because I'm 68 years old. <laughs> and I want to mention, too, Gene, uh, you mentioned this to me off the air. You, you lived in Albany for a couple of years, too, right? I did, yeah. I, I worked for uh, the Knickerbocker News, a now defunct PM paper that very few of your listeners are going to remember. <laughs> the book, One Day, The Extraordinary Story of an Ordinary 24 Hours in America. The author is Gene Weingarten from The Washington Post. Thank you so much for joining me. Great to be here, Steve. And that is Speaking of Writers and Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We're back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.